How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal, who is not, not happy right now. Really? You picked that up? <laughs> you figured that neither out? Neither am I. Neither am I. Wait, I'm not you, saying I'm happy. You, I'm just saying you're really You figured happy. this out all by yourself. Yes. Uh, oh. We're we're back in, in Studio A? 1A. 1A? Is, is that what the studio's called? Back in Studio 1A um, at the uh, the original household. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're coming off a, a Ranger game, Ranger game, uh, five that was depressing, you know, depressing to watch tough to, to, to see your team, you know, after two good games, just get slaughtered, you know, with all in, the in momentum. five. Yeah. Just not a pretty game. Not, not, not a confident one that makes you think you could c- come back and win two more games. But you know, we'll, we'll talk about that, um, in a little, we also have to talk about, uh, the Celtics taking a three, two lead. In the Eastern Conference Finals, which is you know making me feel good over here, the Heat, the Heat are not winning Game Six in Boston. There's just no way they're they're too injured right now. Did, and then I'm just see, I'm the looking in, at the the Celtics going the finals. The the injury report is literally like Hero, Lowry, mm-hmm. Vincent. I mean, it's just like the almost the entire team is hurt. Oh yeah, the, like the, the entire team, and even the guys that are playing. You know, you have PJ Tucker that was playing, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Butler who's playing. They're not 100% healthy out there, no. especially Jimmy Butler. You, you see how he was so dominant, dominant early in the series, gets hurt. He hasn't been the same in the last two games. So uh, definitely uh, going to be tough for the Heat. And as we're uh, taping, we're one half away from getting my team, yeah. the Golden that State is, Warriors. That's rough. I, you know, I was I believed in the Mavs that maybe they could even get two after their Game 5 win, but we will uh, obviously uh, probably wrap that up as, yes. on here and, and talk about the Warriors in the finals. The uh, Warriors-Celtics which was finals? The, the inevitable... Which uh, the inevitable final, which candidly is a really good matchup. It's a great matchup. Yeah. It's one that I wouldn't have seen coming. No, but considering all the alternatives, it might be one of the best that we could have gotten. Yeah, definitely. With in the remaining four for sure, uh, and then uh, we have to get into some uh, NFL news right now because Deion Jones out for the season, listed by uh, uh, the the Falcons. There, uh, Deion Jones was a guy that was on the trade block for a while. And a lot of people, you know, going after him in the in the offseason here. Uh, but now saying that he's out for the season injury, um, so that'll be and so know, it big begins. for the Falcons. So, but, so it begins with OTA starting. We'll get into that what, as well. Isn't bigger news that the Raiders uh, seem to have brought Ka- uh, Mr. Kaepernick I was, was going to bring that one up because, you know, that's, that's definitely going to catch the headlines there. So yeah. uh, let's get to it. A lot of stuff to talk about. Let's run it. Let's start today's episode with i guess that kind of controversial uh you know news headline that is scraping uh the internet today where we received a report that the oakland raiders or not the former the oakland, oakland raiders, raiders. Wow. you know I, I always do it how, how old are you i always do it look the, the vegas. las vegas vegas baby. The las vegas raiders uh have had a workout with colin cap for colin kaepernick five hours Five hours. Five hours. Drills I, and meetings with coaches. Yeah. I want to make this... I couldn't note. spend five minutes with him, let alone five hours. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick hasn't played in the NFL in six years. Six years. That's there is, there, There's just no way a player that, you know, is, is, is in Colin Kaepernick's tier as a player, which was probably average at best yep. as a quarterback in the NFL, yep. has gotten this much attention... After not playing football in six years, I, it is, there's no way this has ever been you, done. You know things are bad when even Stephen A. Smith, yeah, 
comes out. That, that, that's a great point, right? What, what did says, Stephen A. have to have to say about that? About it, this, he said, like I, I'm trying to remember exactly, but it was basically like, like people need to get over the Colin Kaepernick can play in the NFL, right? Game. And call and, and Stephen A. I love the man, one of the the best to, to ever do it on TV, but you know can definitely um, side with with his fellow brothers there, uh, yeah. you know, a, a few times. So uh, the fact that Stephen A. is saying this, uh, this is. It, it, it means that this is this is past you know the 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 time slot that this would have made sense. This is past all that. So there is what is he gonna do? You know, contend for for the, there's the not backup. a lot of depth of depth, but is he can uh, contend for the backup? If he was signed, would he be would he even make a, a roster? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, look. If you're going to tell me that you're doing this because the Raiders feel like Colin Kaepernick deserves right. another chance, great. Yeah. Is there any chance this guy is going to be on a football field next year? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's it's definitely headlines. The the five hour workout thing has you kind of scratching your head, but yeah, I I don't think it's. Good. I mean, you're talking about Garrett Gilbert is the backup right now. Our boy, the ex cowboy. Yeah. Hey. The ex USFL guy. I, I like him as a backup. There's, I would take Gilbert over Kaepernick right now. I mean, and that's saying something. Like, <laughs> I, I just, there's just no reason for me to to take in Kaepernick. I don't, I don't see the, you know, what he's going to do there for you yeah. uh, if you're Las Vegas. So, and, uh, oh, and they they signed Nick Mullins too. Oh, so you got all the 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 backups there just to, to contend for that <laughs> and wait, backup position. I mean, Nick Mullins did play for San Fran, so you could have two backup San Fran quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could they could have you know stories of the yesteryear. Yeah, I mean, every time Nick Nick Mullins has gotten in, which it actually has been a few times with all the Jimmy Garoppolo injuries mm-hmm. over he, the years, he played pretty well. Uh, was serviceable, yeah, I guess at best. Right. Uh, well, then you had. Oh, oh wait, wait, we forgot about another one. They also have Jared Stidham. Oh, and Jared, they, tra- they, they traded, traded for Jared, Jared Stidham. So this is this is interesting. Maybe after years, I think it was was one or two of 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 uh, Patterson as their backup quarterback. Yeah. Uh, they they are going to really solidify this position, which is you nope. know great to see. Wait, and then it just gets better. They also have Landry Jones. The old Pittsburgh Steelers. This is, but but this, I'm sure this doesn't Kaepernick, make any sense. I'm sure Kaepernick could find a spot. Look, Kaepernick, <laughs> man, this if you can't make this team, you cannot make another team. There's just no, there's no coming back from that. All right. Uh, well, then we had the Deion Jones news, uh, linebacker from Atlanta. Uh, no real news except that it's an injury. He's you know. Uh, healing from from the season, uh, and he is going to be so out. I, I think uh, for the season. No, I think you misread it. I think he's out for the whole off season program because of a shoulder injury. Right, I don't think he's missing the whole season. Right. I think it's it's fifty fifty if he'll be back by when the season starts, but he's going to be out the whole summer. All right, so the whole summer. But um, when taking questions. Uh, the the head coach Arthur, Arthur Smith was sure. was Arthur Jones or Arthur Jones was saying uh, oh, you're right Arthur, no, Arthur Smith, Smith. Yeah. Uh, he was he was saying that Deion Jones you know talking about his trade value and and, and you know what the status is with the team because he signed a, a big extension four years ago mm-hmm. uh, they've been looking to trade him they're kind of in rebuild mode so he's still a great middle linebacker one of the best in the league so it'll be interesting there with the injury uh, off season not season uh, is you know. Speaking, De- determines whether he's traded, you know, sooner or later. Yeah. Speaking of your uh, your the Falcons, 
Remember your boy Jeremy McNichols? Yeah, he's, Jeremy McNichols. He signed with the Falcons. Wow, yeah. that's uh, yeah, yeah. Talk about the backup position. The backup, you know, running back position over the years in Atlanta has been kind of, you know, hilarious to to look at. You know, you had you had big fatty Mike Davis, know, and they got Todd Gurley, and, and they got rid of him. Uh, you had back in the uh, uh, Tevin Coleman days. You know that that's they've had some some damn good backup running backs there in you, Atlanta. You you know what's amazing. Um, Jadavian Clowney, I think we talked about, right? He signed with, yeah, we did on the last episode. There's still a lot of really good free agents. Yeah, I mean, a lot. I mean, for sure. You know, Dwayne Brown's not signed. Obviously, Gronkowski's going to come back to Tampa if he plays, but he's not signed. Odell Beckham's not signed. Akeem Hicks is not signed. That one surprised me, Akeem Hicks. Right? He's Trey- definitely past his prime, but the fact that he can't make a team as as a veteran, def- you know, nose tackle that can still clog, you know, the hole in. He's only 32. It's yeah, only he's, like he's, he's past his prime. The last two years, the you know efficiency has definitely went down. But he is a huge dude that can play nose tackle on any team. Yeah. If he could stay healthy, Trey Flowers would be a massive yeah. pickup. Will Fuller's not signed. That is crazy. Eric Fisher, Julio Jones, yeah. Anthony Barr. Jo- Jones, you know, Jones is a guy he's going to find a team by by training camp. Someone, someone's going to go down. They're going to sign him. Anthony Barr is an, a very surprising one. That's a guy who's... Who's thirty? I would say he's still in his prime. Yeah. You know, he's still a tackle machine. Yep. Uh, you know, missed time from injury, but you know, Justin Houston, another Justin one. Justin Houston, kinda... Sheldon Richardson, uh, yeah. Dominican Sue, Kevin King, like this. Dante yeah, and, and you're seeing a lot of veteran veterans, which is making me, you know, which is even more surprising. But a lot of these guys are probably going to sign closer to training, uh, closer to training camp because they don't need as much, you know, time to 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 get ready. Yeah, I mean. They're also these teams are waiting for these guys to go. Okay, yeah, I'll play for six million. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because that, and that's also the thing is is as the you know players get paid more, uh, you're gonna see a lot of these guys not be able to make teams because the the, the cap is just it's killing you know, it's, it's killing these teams. It's killing the teams. It's killing these these guys. You know, it's gonna it's gonna make NFL careers I think even shorter. Yeah. You know, so it's it you know only the the t- top tier guys are gonna last. You know, for the the ten plus years. So uh, it's. It's a. It's definitely going to affect the game uh, more and more as you know, just the price for prices for players go up. I'm just surprised the Cowboys haven't. I mean, I, we, this is probably not the time to talk about how bad the Cowboys are, <laughs> but they're still sitting there with like 30 million under the cap, yeah. and they're not signing anybody. Yeah, they're just they're play, they're taking it slow. They're taking saving for next slow, year. You know, slow. Maybe you should take a page. In the Cowboys book, and 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 learn to save, you know, for for the next years. That's that's what they're telling us is to save our money. Okay. Uh, let's get to these NHL series because what a game uh, in Game Five of of Avalanche Blues. I, I said it. I said the Blues, the Blues are not going to go down without a fight. And in the ultimate Game Five, Avalanche up three one, going to close it out on on their home ice, go up three one. Is that right in the in the, in the third? There were there were three there were three one going, in the second, in, going, going into, into the, the third. third. Yeah. So you're up three one. You have a two goal lead. The Avalanche don't give up two goal leads. Like right. when this team gets a two goal lead, the game's over. You're, you're not they're 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 good defensively. They're insane, you know, offensively. Darcy uh, Kemper's a good goalie. Yeah, right, good goalie. But the Blues don't quit. They come in in later in the third period, take you know another shot. That's that's two three, and then tie it up on the next shot three three. Uh, and and it's it's a tie game, and then you have Colorado strike right back. Uh, two minutes later, with two minutes to go, McKinnon with with one of the most unbelievable goals I have ever seen yes. in my life. 
I mean, talk about a one of probably the only two guys in the league where I would you know that could make that play with is him and McDavid. I mean, they're they're top five players in the league. Oh, and by the way, it, it finished off his hat trick. For the right, game. finished off the hat trick. It was coast to coast. It was unbelievable. I mean, I've I have never seen anything like that in the playoff game in a long time. So that was you know amazing to watch. And they pull the the, the goalie. Yep. St. Louis ties it up, sends it to overtime, and not too long in overtime, uh, just a you know a, a shot from the point with a lot of guys in front and then do, bounced do, in. Do you find it funny? It was Tyler Bozak. <laughs> he literally just chucked it the net. Yep. Like it's almost the same way that Carolina won Game One. Like these overtime goals are literally like somebody throws a really innocuous shot at the net mm-hmm. and it finds a way to go in. Yeah, I mean, you, you see how good these goalies are getting just in, in in terms of hockey and over the years. It's gotten so much harder to, to score in general. So, you know, you're, you're looking at these goalies and they're they're saving a lot of the shots that are in, you know, you know, fast shots, hard shots, but no one's in front of the net. They can see it. They're, the reflexes are too quick and it's the fastest reflexes in the world. Yeah. So you're seeing these goalies, you know, save more of those. But when you guys, when you get guys in front and it's screen... And the goalie can't see. It's like anybody could play goalie because they're just waving their hands, you know, hoping for a lucky, you know, bounce. So it's a tough loss. I mean, for the Avalanche that were two minutes away from going to the yeah. Western Conference Finals no, at home, it's a tough loss because that was the game at home. Now the Blues, I'm telling you, they have a chance to really, you know, if they play a great game, they can win. Uh, they, they can they can win at home for sure. They they, they did it once this series already. Uh, they can definitely win it at home, and a Game 7, anything can happen. That would be just remarkable. And if the Avalanche lose this series after Oof. going up 3-1, I will unleash a, a, a fume on them on this podcast because it's just... They will be the most be cursed. cursed. They'll be the most cursed franchise because yeah. this is the best team in the, ho- in, in the National Hockey League. It's so good. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the, uh, the Rangers game. Uh, in a second, but we have the Battle of uh, Alberta that Alberta. is going on as we speak as well in a you know a late starting game. Calgary's up one nothing already. Calgary up one nothing. They're down three one in the series though. After whatever that game five was or that game four was uh, Tuesday night, because that was one of the craziest games I've I've seen because it was. All Oilers off the off the jump, you know. Yep. Just as I thought, you know, I, I really thought they got a two one, you know, lead in this series that they they would run away and win this in in six games, and you know they get out to three zero, and here come the Flames. They tied up three uh, three, and then you know, well, and the the Anderson shot being from hundred and sixty feet away where he just flinged it at the Dude, net. Seriously. One of my favorite things I've ever seen is Mike Smith's reaction. Yeah, Mike Smith like he, was just he's looking, like, he was looking to blame someone else. He was. Buddy, buddy, that was all you. He was looking to yell at somebody, yeah. and you're like, dude, you didn't pick up the puck from 100 feet. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was. That tied it up 3-3, and one, you know, after a goal like that, how could the Oilers win? Well, no, they, bounce, they, they bounce back with, with two late goals. Evander Kane has another two goals. The dude is... Is He's on fire. In, insane 12, right now. 12, 12 in, the, in the playoffs. But can we just talk about Connor McDavid for a second? Mm. He has 25 points. He's a plus 17. He has, ready for this? This is the this is the most mind-numbing stat. In the last seven playoff games, he's had at least two points in every one of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 unreal. How's that uh, possible? He's, he's How's just, that possible? He's a machine. He's a point machine. He's, the, he the Rangers came and scored two goals in a game, and McDavid scoring two, getting two points every game. Yeah. It's, it's it's unreal. It's just that offense 
in Edmonton's unreal. So that one is Flames uh, one nothing right now in the first. So uh, we won't know till you know next week how that one ends out. Uh, then we had the Rangers game five, which we just came off fresh of watching. Uh, not much to say about it. No, I have a few things. Well, well, we could you know, obviously talk about very few back and forth. You know, you had a a Ranger goal there in the uh, in, in the first. They uh, they get the or they get the first goal. Uh, then you know, or, or they give up the shorthanded goal. Yeah. Which so, is, so so first was the first thing, right? Yeah. We're on the power play. We're not looking great on the power play, which is usually our strong suit. And Jacob Truba tries to do too much, loses the puck. They come down on a two-on-one, and Jordan Stahl makes a pass over a sliding Keandre Miller that is beautiful, right on Trocek's stick, and he bangs it in. So we're down one nothing on a bad shorthanded giveaway. Mm-hmm. We turn around, and five minutes later, we get our second power play, and Mika Zibanejad buries a slap shot, like one-timer. I mean, sorry, right, we're 1-1. Go to the second period. We're getting a little momentum going, and Ryan Strom literally makes a beautiful, you know, we're cycling, and he throws it on net, and he goes right through Andy Ranta's legs. And we're like, woohoo, we're up 2-1. Right. And then we see a coach's challenge. We're like, what the F, for, yeah. what are we challenging? It challenges the offsides and plays. Challenges the offsides from three minutes ago. Right. Right? And then we find out, yep, it was offsides. They disallow the goal, and then it just went to crap from that point on. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough like that when when you go up two one to a team that you know you can beat, but you need a lead or you need to keep the game tied at minimum. Uh, when you get that two one, you know, lead in, in, in the everything. second in the second period, you can play more defense. Yep. You know, they would have played stronger defensively. Having a lead in game five, they would have played much harder than they did in the third period after going down three one. So. It ch- it changes the entire game. You know they get a power play after that. They they finally which, score, which you kiboshed because you said they, we got the penalty. Right. And you're like, oh, this will be just a waste of two minutes because yeah, Carolina's awesome. penalty is futile, yeah. and they score a goal. But you, you had to know something like that was coming. The, just the way that the game was going, where it was the hockey gods were shifting it in their yeah. in their favor with some you know a lucky offsides and. and and then the, the power play, you know, shortly and, after. So, and, and then I open up my big mouth and say that Shvesnikov has been absolutely horrific all mm-hmm. series. And he scores, and he the, scores the third. So you're, you're looking at this. It goes back to New York. And, and you're, you're looking at this, this game six. And if, if the numbers aren't going to lie and, and this is going to stay even, even, you know, home and away, the Rangers should easily win this game and we should be back in, in Carolina Monday. Oh, yeah. That, that, that won't put too much pressure on my heart. My yeah. Pressure. So... I'm, I'm I'm trying to find the right balance between you know worry scared and, and worried or you know perfectly fine that we'll be back here Monday but you know it, it has it's definitely visible between two rounds now of hockey of seven games in the first and now five games in the second that the Carolina Hurricanes are just two different teams home and away and the Bruins were in this situation and they bounced back hard in in Game Six and then you know lost it in, in Game Seven but you know the Rangers played from three one last series uh three to this series i i i think it's especially you can't, know we can't count them out yeah it's, it's especially important you don't count them out and you know they could easily win win at home and then when you're given another chance uh to win an away game that you should add a 2-1 lead in maybe they'll dominate that game and and definitely play harder now that they know that in two of the the, the road games they have played you know significant hockey in, in one or more periods. Yes. However, when you have 17 shots on goal for the whole game, mm-hmm. you're not going to win many games. No. 
And it's it's tough to shoot on them. And, you know, props to them. Their defense is is swarming. So uh, we will see Saturday if we will you know return for uh, a game seven, which would be the second game seven in the playoffs for both teams. So yep. we will uh, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, let's get to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals here uh, in the NBA, where dang, my Celtics looked looked pretty good in uh, in Game Five. Well, they didn't look good until the third quarter. The first two quarters, they were they were crap. Yeah, but they were you know they were just keeping them in it. They didn't shoot oh, the ball well. Uh, you know, Tatum didn't start off well, but definitely you know finished strong. Uh, they they weren't they weren't shooting the ball well. You know, the Heat were were coming inside. They were getting to the free throw line. Uh, Bam, you know, was having his way. And then second half, different story. Tatum gets on, hits a couple shots. Jalen Brown definitely carried the load um, again, but he's done that a couple times in this series. Okay, but can, then, you, can you admit one thing? Just admit one thing. This is the most boring series ever. It's pretty. It's boring. It's, it's but you want to know what? Hard it's, to the watch. The Heat are boring. Yes, they're boring as hell. Very. You know why? Because they play really good defense, but outside of that, they shoot like crap. They, 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 they are. You know, it's funny because they were one of the most efficient teams in, in the in the NBA in three point percentage in the regular season. But I think it's because a lot of guys see their shooters and don't think anything of it. You know, on one two days of, of film or or you know a back to back, they don't really care about stress and all them. They can shoot it and knock it down because they're NBA players, you know, with no defense in front of them. But the Celtics team that is swarming wing defenders, and we have Marcus Smart and Tatum and Jalen Brown and and uh, Robert Williams, and them, they're flying at you. It's hard to make shots like on those guys. So, and, and I'm sure it is. But please tell me how uh, is it Max? Is it Max Struss? What the hell? Is it? Yeah, it's Max. Yeah, Struss. yeah, Max Struss. He's Game 0 for Vincent. 16 in the last two games yeah, shooting. It's been awful. But AJ, I can make a shot. You give me sixteen shots. You can tell. Me. I don't. I don't I think you'd be short on a three. You really? I think you'd be short. So, so you're telling me that even if Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown was guarding me, I could take sixteen shots and I wouldn't hit one of them. You'd make one. I right. give you one. Thank Fine. you. But I'm not saying you're doing that much better. But this is, you know, this is this Celtics team. Just they're just. I'm just so proud of them because they're achieving. What I've thought for years, and it's so nice to them that the you know the, the season that I decided to bail on them at the All Star break, you know when they were like ten games under, ten games under uh, five hundred, I just you know I had to give up on them, but I wish I didn't. Listen, let let's just let's just fast forward, okay? Mm-hmm. Because it's getting obnoxious that, that that Celtics have to play this beaten down Heat team again. Right? right, they're going to win this series. Yes, Golden State Instinct. is going to win this series. I think Golden State's already up by like twenty in the in the third quarter. Yeah. Right, let's talk about just a, a real early preliminary look mm-hmm. at that matchup. How do you feel about your C's? Um, I I think they'd be underdogs, and I would say I would even say they they'd be underdogs. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's a series they can't win for sure. Uh, they they 100%. have they have you know they've showed that against the you know good teams and when they were underdogs in the first series in you know against Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn they, they swept and they handled what was a more talented team just because of of Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant yep. uh, that they beat uh, then they go and and play the favorites in the East I, I would say and the team that nobody and I think even myself thought they could beat. 
and they you know they go and, and beat the Bucks in seven in a hard fought series where they, they shut down the best player in, in the world, mm-hmm. and they come in here in Miami against a team that is very good defensively, and I'll give them that, and it causes any team fits. And when you have Jimmy Butler, non-hurt Jimmy Butler, playing, he's the second best player on that floor. And in a night that Tatum was off, and or two nights that Tatum was off when when the Heat, you know, uh, won won that game one, uh, th- you know, this is this is a good defensive team, mm-hmm. uh, and the Celtics are going to be able to to overcome that. So they've overcome great offensive players, a great all around team with the best player, and a great defensive team. They've beaten all three. They they can beat anyone. They can beat the Warriors for sure. But the way that the Warriors are playing right now, they are the best team left. In, in amongst the four, I said that already uh, before the, the the you know the semifinal games. But this you know this team is playing with Steph Curry, who is just not. It doesn't look like he's trying out there. Mm-hmm. Is is fooling around there? A Clay Thompson that's been horrific has been nowhere to be found, and they've been winning despite him. Mm-hmm. A Draymond Green that is just, just doing doing what Draymond does. He this is what he does, and Andrew and Wiggins doing is it fantastic. fantastic. Andrew Wiggins is. It has has been you know given like incredible hops and now he's dunking on people that that dunk was insane uh, you know he's playing defense and he's and he's really scoring in a, in a series where Jordan Poole isn't doing much so they're getting you know different guys to step up for them and that's really important with you know uh, you know in, in the playoffs when sometimes your stars aren't on you need those you know role players to step up they've gotten that uh, the entire series really so they're just. You know, playing, they're the best team chemistry team, you know, left in this in this playoff. So they definitely have the upper hand. But Boston's probably an all-around talented team, you know, more talented team than, than the Warriors. So that gives them the upper hand. They can beat them for sure. Uh, I, I, will, I will ride my Cs. I will say that, you know, the Warriors are going to be fair to that. I, I believe that. And I think... The popular pick will be Warriors in seven. That's what a lot of people are going to say. I think Boston's going to win this. I think Boston will will take it in six games. Uh, but it'll be it'll be one of the best playoff runs of all time for what this team had to play uh, and and beat and how they did it. If they can beat this this Warriors team, it it will be truly one of the best playoffs that that no one will forget. I, you know, by the Celtics. My my and a prob- season overall. Oh yeah. My problem is I think that the wear and tear of playing the seventies and playing uh the the Nets mm-hmm. and playing Milwaukee and right. playing the Heat, I think it's gonna take its toll. I, I think we're past that. No. I don't you don't think, think at the NBA finals wear and tear gets pushed off no. for like a week and a half and they just are, are completely numb because they can't believe they're playing in the NBA Finals? No. I think Golden State's had an easy road. I think that they're healthy. I think they're f- they're shooting well. Steph and Clay. I mean, look, Clay's got 25 tonight on 9 of 15 yeah. shooting with so, 7 threes. All right. Tonight, Clay wanted to try a little bit and end the series. But he had, Hold he's on. been he had, a non-factor. He has 7 threes. There's 7 minutes left to go in the third. Oh, boy. Okay? So, th- there's just too much firepower on this team. Yeah. And it's... And it, I just—it's ridiculous. And 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 you know, Luca's just done. Been been he's off, and, he's and he's he's tired. And and he's decided. I'm sure he's you know called it quits. He's done. Yeah, he, yeah. it's it's over. I just he tried I, his best. I, I he think tried with, his best. I, I think with Marcus Smart beat up, with Robert Williams beat up. There there are two huge question marks, and Robert Williams 
is the biggest. I don't yeah. care. Marcus Smart's a great defender, and he can really give you a oh, lot of... You're going to need him against Golden State. No, you definitely need him. But Robert Williams in this series, uh-huh. Marcus Smart in the next series, if they play the Warriors you know, with their guard play, they I would say Smart's you know more important than yes. Williams. But in this series, with Autobio and how he has been eliminated yes. from the game by Robert Williams... It's agreed. It's it's a huge part of what they're doing. But, but against Golden State, against Golden State, without Marcus Smart, I would go. give the Celtics. I, I would yes. say the Celtics go down. I mean, in five. I mean, Smart is it really has a chance to be you know the Pat Bev type of player yeah. on Steph Curry and really try to limit him from three. And if you do that, I mean, it could it could mess up you know Golden State's entire flow. So you know that that could de- that's it's a huge you know part for for next series. I'm just telling you. You wait and see if Boston has any juice left by the time they get through right. this series. So you're taking Golden State? Oh, 100%. In seven, I'm going to go six. If Marcus Smart misses any games, they'll win, they'll win in five. Wow. All right. So you're riding Golden State. Um, it's I'm going right. back to San Fran. It's going back to Oakland. All right. It was a quicker day today. Not, not a, you know, some quick stories here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're... Uh, uh, let, let, let's get a Ranger win Saturday, and, and let's be back in... Uh, well, at least we'll be with... you know what, What's good is we'll be with the New York Teals for right. Memorial Day weekend we'll for Grandma's the, 75th be, birthday. Yeah. So, Happy birthday, you, Grandma. So, yeah. So, little shout-out to Grandma. Um, we're going to all be together, so maybe we collectively bring that that, that right. winning spirit we, that, we, that got us the win last you know, against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, let's, yeah, let's get a win, uh, and then two, next Tuesday's episode Dude, might next, be a really good one. Or next, we may be really sad. Next Monday, you're going to have to have oxygen. Yeah. I can't uh, do another game seven. Uh, I can't do it. No, well, we, we, we're going to have to. Now we have to. All right. We're going to have to. I guess I could get through one more. 